This episode of Real Deal Childcare is brought to you by Leah Simone's Designs, a custom crochet company. For over 10 years, Leah Simone has created masterful crochet pieces for everyone in the family and would love to create something for you and yours. For more information about her products, visit www.leahsimonedesigns.com. You know, parent handbooks are written for a reason, right? So parents can follow them. The state and local guidelines are normally in there, along with how the center plans on handling communication, meals, emergencies, so on and so forth. There is one of many things I would like to say about parent handbooks. Why do we have to provide an alternative activity for children during nap time? Hello, nap time. It is the activity. It does not need an alternative. This is what I think. After living in Spain for a bit, I experienced this great daily activity called a siesta. Not fiesta, siesta. It's a time between 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. where the city shuts down and everyone is told to go home and take a nap. And like really, everyone follows the rules. La tiendas, that means the stores, shut down. Las escuelas, send children home. And most restaurantes close. And the city is literally napping from 1 to 3 p.m. It is the most awesome cooperation of following rules I've ever seen. So much so that when I run for public office one day, my entire platform will be ran on everyone in the USA taking a nap every afternoon. Imagine that. Okay, let's go back to the parent handbook. Then there's always this section about late pickup. Most childcare owners and directors would like for the section to be placed on the front of the parent handbook, but that would be a little abrupt and it might make for a bad first impression when trying to attract new families to your center. Uh The very first thing I do when I make a contact with potential parents is to inform them of the center hours. I don't even like to mention anything about our late policy or $50 late pickup fee because they see this as an opportunity like one delightful parent took advantage of to the fullest. Take a listen. One hot and sweltering summer afternoon, the clock struck 5.30 p.m. Closing time. 30 minutes, I yelled down the hall. Check diapers, faces, gather your belongings, and everybody sat down. This was customary because it is essential that we clean and put away dirty toys, change our last round of diapers, send all the kiddos to the potty, and do a center-wide head count after combining all the groups. Note to daycare owners and directors, this is the best time to check all the rooms, even the empty ones. Check like a crazy person. Check the restrooms, the cots, the hiding places, check, check, check. This is how you don't leave kids in the building. The clock strikes 5.50. Two precious angels were still waiting for mommy and daddy. So I told my AD, calling time. We called and left a message, waited for a response. Called and left another message, waited for a response. Sent an email, 6.05. Mom, still nowhere to be found. So we called the next number, not in service. Mom's work number, she no longer works there. 
dad's work number, no response. And another number that we found on the back of the application. Sorry, but this number is no longer in service. They said it in English and Spanish. So, childcare directors, this normally isn't written in the book, the parent handbook, but what are we supposed to do in these situations? Take them to the police station. But me, being the sweet and innocent director that I was, I had a powwow with my AD as to what to do. I mean, at this point, it was 7 p.m. No one, and I mean no one, was on their way to pick up these children. So I I broke the rules. I kept them with me, left a note on the daycare door with my number and my home address so these poor innocent children would not be in law enforcement. And really, so that the mom wouldn't be either. At this point, I had this gut feeling that, like, none of this was right. It's 8.30. Nothing from the family. I take copies of the application and bring them home along with the kiddos' blankets and clothing out of their lockers. I was not about to abandon these innocent babies. I just couldn't do it. I fed the children a home-cooked meal. I bathed them. I put on their change of clothing. And I put them to bed in my guest room. 9.07. I'm still sitting here on the couch waiting for mom. Because again, as I told you, this did not seem right. Ring, ring, ring goes my cell phone. Thank my lucky stars. It must be mom and dad. Something really bad must have happened. But I'm really angry. No, no, I can't show that on the phone. I must sound concerned. Okay, I answer the phone. Hello, Mom and Dad. Is everything okay? I was so worried. Let me give you my address. Ma'am? Ma'am? This is Sergeant Carter with the local police. I have Mom and Dad here at the police station and a report that you have kidnapped their two children. My heart drops. What? Me? (laughs) No, 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 no. They never picked him up from childcare. I tried calling. And I tried to plead my case. Well, ma'am, that's all well and good. But you have to return these children in 30 minutes or face kidnapping charges. All I could hear was the word kidnapping. I must have yanked those two out of bed so quick that I can't even remember getting them into the car. I raced back to the center to what looked like a crime scene. And as best as I could keep my composure, I slowly handed them over to their parents and tiptoed back to my car. We're going 10 miles an hour back home. Next day... I came to work hoping and praying that this situation hadn't gotten out to any of the other parents. I literally sat at my desk all morning staring at the wall. I was in shock that I currently wasn't in an orange suit. Now the children did return the next day so I figured, hey, maybe I was out of the woods. Oh my god, maybe she'll call the police during the day. I'm going to be on the 5 o'clock news. Pickup time comes and I yell down the hall. It's 5.30. Now, about 15 minutes later, here comes this parent to pick up their children. Some crazy emotion got over me. And I got angry. I told her, I need to speak with you before you get these children. Step into my office. I just want to say this. I did not appreciate what you did to me last night. You know it was totally uncalled for. And now... Per the late policy, you owe me a hundred dollars. So before you pick up these children this afternoon, you need to march yourself to that ATM and go get my money. 
Without a response, the mother walked out of my office, got into her vehicle, went to the ATM, and brought back the money she owed. I kindly thanked her and told the family to have a good evening. 